mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 329 of There's No Place Like Tara, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Today we're watching SG Universe Season 1, Episode yes. 11, uh-huh. Space. Yeah. Um, AKA, I started to write an AKA and I don't remember why. Here's the thing. It's been, it's been a while. <laughs> Guys, we're so sorry. This was mostly unplanned. Well, okay. So here's the thing. Yeah. We knew we were going to be taking two weeks off because we had two weekends of each other's families coming in. Back to back parents. Back to back parents coming in. What we didn't know is that a week before parents arrived, I would have no voice. Die of voiceness. When I say I had no voice, I, I don't mean I had a sore throat and my voice was weird and husky like I've smoked 18 packs of cigarettes. Uh-huh. I mean, I had no voice. It was literally no longer. <laughs> um, It was an interesting couple of weeks and then life got really just fucking nuts. Yeah? I don't even know how else to put it. But we we made it. We're, th- we're through. We're back. We had every intention of always being back. (laughs) Just not as long as it was. Yeah. And then in the middle of that, I had at least two Highland games. Yeah. Which I am happy to report. I placed third in both of those. And they both had a lot of women in the open category. Which is great. Yeah. More the merrier. Um, the better part was the second time on top of getting third place, um, which I'm even more proud about. There's an organization, if you're interested at all in, in Highland Athletics um, and you're, um, you're a woman, there's an organization called the Sisterhood of Highland Throwers. Sisterhood of Traveling Throwers. Yep. And the entire thing is to um, get people into the sport. And um, I'm not yet an ambassador. I'm working on it getting through the rigmarole but you don't have enough on your plate no every day uh, all the time but i was named a sister of the day yay sisterhood because i carry a shield around and cheer for other people and cheer actually i may cheer louder when someone um scores better than i do it's what is it like it's like the best spirit award yeah basically essentially i won the best spirit award i didn't do anything that exciting i did see my parents, both of them at the same time. Which is for the first time pretty exciting. In a very long time. <laughs> um I I have flown home, gosh, sometime before COVID started, but this was the first time seeing my parents at the same time together coming to me in nine years. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a big, big, big deal. And it was great. It was exciting. And the dogs got mad when my mom left. I mean, who wouldn't get mad? They're like, where is my grandma? (laughs) Your mom now texts me. It's pretty fun. I love her. She's the best. (laughs) My mom texts you. So it kind of just works out. No, it absolutely does work out. We really have become those friends. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In pop culture, my biggest story is uh, the third season of Star Trek Picard. Oh, yeah. um, Which 
I enjoyed the first two seasons of Picard. Mm. Guys, this third season's real good. This one gets the review from boyfriend, domestic partner, fiance, yes. husband, Jesse, that is like, I don't hate it. Which, Which is pretty fucking huge. That's very high praise because we are both, I would say, equally large Star Trek fans. Yeah. But we have different levels of... Um, Approaches. Uh, yes. Uh, we, we have different approaches. Because I'm like, now I had my issues with the first few seasons of Discovery. I'm very open about that. But I'm the person who's like, yes, please, more Trek. Yeah. yeah. Please give me more Star Trek. Yeah. Hi, can you give me more Star Trek? Same with Star Wars. Yes, more Star Wars. Can you give me a Star Wars show for every mood and vibe that I'm in, please? Yeah. yeah. Whereas Jesse's a, I like this part. Please don't touch it and yeah. again. Don't ruin it with yeah, your pause. Like, Hi, please, more. Yeah. <laughs> Money, please. Um, I finished The Last of Us like everyone else in the whole world. Yep. I was a few days late, but I'm um, here now. Yeah. But, uh, it is fun to see people trying to, again, because when the game was out, people tried to do this forever, I guess, decide whether or not Joel was right. Yeah. Spoilers. There's no right answer there's to no right this answer. question. It is literally the trolley problem mm-hmm. mapped into a game and now TV show. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm in high anticipation mode. Because Yellow Jackets comes back next week. And here's the thing. Someone didn't tell me that certain Hobbit. Oh, yeah. Is in the next season of Yellow Jackets. Yeah. So now I need to somehow find a way to binge Yellow Jackets. Yeah, we're going to have to. I'm perfectly fine to binge that with you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Elijah Wood is in the next season. Guys, uh, I'm a fan of I think he's going to be a citizen detective. When you watch the show, that'll make more sense. Here's the honest truth. I'm a fan of any of all hobbits. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the hobbits are. They hobbit in there. We're watching it. When, when both, when both Billy Boyd and Dominic Monaghan have had voices in legend of Vox Machina, I'm like, yeah. complete the set. Yeah. Get, Get them all, all in here. Gotta catch them all. You know, cause you know, Sean Astin. Was hobbit doing. Yeah. By the way. Yes. Another thing you do have to watch. Yes. You mentioned Sean Astin. Yes. Season two of Perry Mason. I need to fi- I need to finish season one. Here's the thing. You don't have to watch season one to enjoy season two. I don't? It's okay. a whole different case. Okay. There's a couple characters that you're going to be like, I don't know who that is, but it seems like important. Well, does it really matter? Does there's it hurt also, this- there's shorter seasons. Yeah. It doesn't hurt the main storyline. We can catch you up enough. Okay. Sean Astin... Mind you, we're only two episodes in. Yeah. Plays a character that's interesting. I adore Sean Astin. Yeah. This character reminds you that he comes from a legacy acting family. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, God, I forgot that he's just a good actor. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, That's another thing I'm watching. And that is more than enough tv i feel like that's the most tv i've watched in a very long time that wasn't like er yeah <laughs> i was listening to an audiobook but it was so bad i'm not even going to admit that oh, I, no. I was listening to it but finally yeah. that loan ended before i finished it and here's the mark of how you could here's the yeah thing. if i didn't finish the book i am a completionist and i fully i fully understand everyone's like you know you can just put down a book that you don't enjoy but the thing is is i at least have to know what the story like i yeah i need i can't i have difficulty with that look to each their own yeah yeah but i have no need to even know i don't 
Put it this way, I this book was so bad. I'm not even bothering to go to the Wikipedia to read the summary of the end of the book. That's because that's... I'm pretty sure I know exactly what fucking happens. So we won't share those no. recommendations. Absolutely not. Um, but I am re- I'm still continuing my reread of Lord of the Rings because I'm behind. I was planning on reading a little bit faster, but listen, I have all year. Someday I will start reading again. I have not been able to touch anything on my nightstand. To the point where I swapped some of the books out on the nightstand. Yeah. Don't worry, Miss of Avalon is still on the nightstand. Fine. Listen, that's a tome, and yeah. it, I, it, that's like the page. You don't, you, you, that's a, that's a, that's a marathon book. Here's what I realized: book. I like to read before bed. Yeah. And that book is too large for yes. it to fall on my face and not cause damage. So, so I have to set up a different reading time. You do. I am notorious for having a bedtime book and a daytime book. That's what I think I need to do with that one. That yeah. one needs to become a, a daytime reading book. That's what like Lord of the Rings yeah. is for even though I've... I may, you know what I may do with it is I may make it a work reading book. Yeah, because it doesn't allow me to just look at teams and yep. do other things. I have I have it. a book in my backpack that I do for that. But yeah, I keep like that's Dresden Files, Iron yeah. Druid. Um, like those are my nighttime books. Mm-hmm. Ones that it's like, listen, if I if I miss half a chapter, well, see, I just need it to be smaller. I won't miss chapters. Yeah. Because I'll stop reading or I'll go back and reread sections if I need to. It's more that I read lying down in bed. Oh, yeah. And if I drop the book on my face, yeah. I need to know that I'm not going to give myself a concussion. This is also one of the few, because I have a Kindle. I have nothing against Kindles. Kindles mm. are not my favorite. Yeah. Um, but besides travel, that's one of the reasons, like, listen, the book needs to be real lowbrow for me not to want to own it. Yeah. But those books that I'm like, I... I I want to skim this, but I want to own it. Those are the ones yeah. I'll borrow from the digital library and I'll put on my Kindle. Mm-hmm. And then if it falls on my face, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. What's nice with a practical book is when it falls on your face, it usually falls on the page you were yeah. reading. So when you pick it up or yeah. or your wonderful, lovely husband picks it up, <laughs> he can put the bookmark there and be like, this is where it fell on your face at. Also, I'm going to, this is, this is a good hot take and this may have people yelling at me. Mm-hmm. This may have you yelling at me, but I think you knew this about me. Oh, I'm going to brace myself because I think I know what's coming. I am a folder corner down. <gasps> and here's the thing. I don't mind it. It's your book? Every once in a while, I'll have this like pristine book that I don't want to touch. But for the most part, I'm like, books are meant to be loved and used and like, yeah, I don't folding that little corner down just proves to me in my lifespan that like, look at the progress I made or how many times I've read sure. this. I like a good battered book. I don't like folding corners because I don't like when they fall off. Oh, that's so, it. I don't think I've ever had a corner fall off. I've owned a book since grade school. Yeah. I had Cat's Cradle, a copy of Cat's Cradle that I had folded some of the corners and they yeah. start to break off. Oh, I've never had that. Now I have had... Because I've read the book so often, the spine falls apart and so pages fall off. I think that's going to happen. Yeah. That's going to happen because the that spines happens, are going to do that. That happened to both my original copy of Lord of the Rings and my original copy of Contact. Oh my gosh. Which is why I like for, how different the, our, our books are. <laughs> because here's the thing. Cat's Cradle. Mm, yeah. It's not a Nixie book. It is not. 
It's um, not a Nixie book. I was listening to this great podcast with uh, Jonathan Frakes, whom I adore, speaking of Picard and Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And he's going on, a, him and like Gates McFadden are going on about these all these books and like their, their favorite books, these in-depth books. And I'm sitting there going, I have no interest in reading any No, thank you, <laughs> friends. I know these are like high points in literature and things. I'm like, oh. I don't want to. If they don't move you, then don't read them. Yeah, exactly. I think people read what they want because they want to. End of story. Just happy people read. April 20th, <laughs> 2010. For 20, baby. Sorry. A part one, by the way. Oh. Yeah, written by Joe and Paul, directed by Andy Makita. It's been, it's been a while. No, it's been a couple days since Justice. I think technically... Some powers that be said it's been about a week. Okay, okay. Yeah, seems right. Um, The song at the end of this episode uh-huh. is a song called Now Comes the Night. Yep. By one and only Rob Thomas. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I feel my youth. Oh. I feel my youth. Just use. today, my hairdresser put up a post because she is our age. Yeah. And shit's called... Millennial, wait, hang on, I gotta find it because I gotta, I gotta call it the right thing. I gotta call it the right thing. Millennial mom Saturday morning cleaning playlist, and then she posted two of my, um, two of my employees have already threatened to to quit, and I had to message her and say I'm really sad that I don't have a hair appointment today. Yeah, because. I kind of need that playlist. It's kind of fucking, yeah. Is there some Matchbox 20 on there? I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Oh, and it's one of those where, of course, when you go back and listen to this song, you're like, no, that's that's Rob Thomas. That's yeah. exactly Rob Thomas. You're like, oh, that's why I remember that voice. That's where I've heard him before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh so my god rob thomas i'm glad i did not know that until the right song this at moment. the end of the at the end of the episode so remember back a couple weeks ago when we last had a podcast eighteen thousand oh, years seven ago seven years ago um remember how at the end of the last episode young knocked rush out and left him on a planet right, because he tried right. framing him for murder and seek mistrust among the crew and then lied about it yeah That's so someone's so having normal. some moral issues about what he did mm-hmm also, how do you only have like one pair of socks, but somehow you remembered an electric shaver? And a needle and thread? <laughs> this man packed a sewing kit, yeah. an electric shaver, yeah. one pair of socks. Here's the one thing I'll say though, because sewing kits can be tiny, so I can only imagine that might just be one of the shit that's packed with like the first aid kit that's like in your vest. Probably, but I feel like two pairs of socks is a minimum. Sure. He may have two. He might be wearing, he may not be that's like fair. That'd boat be... shooting it down the those... Yeah, oh God. <laughs> uh, I am a person who. Things feel, clothes can yeah. feel weird on uh-huh. my body. Yeah. The no socks with shoes thing is really difficult for me. It depends on the shoe. If they're yeah. actually boat shoes, okay. I struggle. But like. I understand it's their purpose and I'm not judging. The other day I had to take off a pair of pants because it was touching me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I know is their job. Yeah. But also they were touching me. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so sometime later, TJ is checking up on his like forehead injury, making sure he doesn't have a concussion or something. Mm-hmm. He insists he's fine. 
You don't have to roll insights to know he's full of shit. I'm not trying to compartmentalize <laughs> basically in cold blood killing a man. He tries just leaving and she pushes and she's like, you just lost someone in your command. He's like, yeah, I lost three people. Like it happens. Yeah. I wonder if this is worse than actually, I wouldn't know yeah. from any sense of the word, but it's like, imagine if Rush had attacked him and like mm -hmm. he actually beat him up and he died versus yeah. leaving him and like maybe he died. Which yeah. of those feels worse? Which of those lingers in, which one is like the telltale harding at you harder? Yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you know what I mean? No, like, I know. Oh, okay. Um, she's like, that's your, your bullshit. I know you. <laughs> um, yeah. It affects you. And to you, it just looks like different ways that you've let each person down. And she's uh -huh. like, look, besides the fact that you've made me the therapist on this ship, yeah. like we have a history. So if you want to talk. Yeah. I know you're not going to because of who you are. Eat a dick. I know what this is. Yeah. yeah. She's like, look, there's also some unresolved shit you may say between you and Rush. Uh-huh. Young cannot get out of the infirmary fast enough. Please never talk to me. Bye. Everything's fine. Bye. Although he might prefer that conversation considering Ray is in the hallway yeah. waiting for him. Yeah. What is it? Out of the frying pan and into the fire <laughs> yep. or something like that? Yeah. He's on his way to update Earth on what happened with Rush. And Ray, Ray seems to indicate that he may not tell Earth exactly what happened. And she is like, you know, just giving you a heads up that what I put in my report may be different than what's in your report. And he's like, lady, there were two people on the planet and one of them wasn't you. Literally, I was one of the only person who can accurately <laughs> make this report. He's like, I have no time for this. If you're going to accuse me for something, just fucking accuse me. Yeah. I'm this, not playing this game. This wouldn't be my first trial on the ship. It's the same politics between them. Ray doesn't trust Young and doesn't want to go along with everything he says. And Young just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. What well, what can you do at that point? It's like, okay, fine. Yeah. You hate me. This, Bye. This whole ship is full of the fucks that I don't give. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the energy to sit here and play this game with you. My energy is focused on a lot of other places. Literally just trying to keep people alive or dead. To him, he's just doing what he needs to do to protect the crew. Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, an idea that will come back around to at the very end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, TJ heard all of this. <laughs> this is all fine. So there's a lot going on in the next scene. Um, Greer is just not sure what happens, doesn't really care what happens, kind of figures we're better off without Rush. Look, I don't want to ask questions because I want to continue to like my boss. Exactly! So I'm not going to ask questions about my boss. <laughs> cool. Other if he's gone, sweet. I'm not going to ask you how you got rid of that guy. Others on board, like Dr. Kane, are worried about the precedent of, like, so you fall behind the plant and you're left for dead. It's like, well, how shitty are you that you're worried about you being next? Well, also, that's what all the workout shit that Young was trying to put you through was for. Mm -hmm. Scott yeah. is staying out of this. But also, no, you're not left for dead, but you can't sacrifice the head of the fucking ship. Yeah. For my, like, at some <laughs> yeah. point, I'm going to be like, no, yeah, you should go. Yeah. It's nice knowing you. Bye. I'm going to go out of here. Tell them I did something. I held someone exactly. back while you ran. <laughs> tell me I did something cool. Yeah. Just tell them I did something Can really cool. Can you just make a day for me? Like once yeah. a year? Just Yeah. Everybody eats donuts. Oh, what would people do on your day? Oh. How would we celebrate Nicole Day? How Nixie Day. How would we day? celebrate Nixie Day? 
There is reading, mm. tacos. Tacos is always good. And scotch. Yes. I feel like on my day, there's definitely two hours where nobody is allowed to talk to each other. Okay, yeah. But not in a angry way. It's like, please don't talk to me for like two hours. No, and when I say reading, I mean like like together reading. Oh, yeah, like yeah. There's everyone's together in the same room. Parallel reading. play. Parallel play. Yeah. This is kind of what I'm here for. Yeah. It's like I don't always enjoy interacting with people. Some, yeah. I just want to quietly... Do quietly be with people yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I definitely want like at least an hour where nobody talks to me time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where it's like I'm fine. I love you. Yeah, go over there. And things are <laughs> things are drink out of teacups. Yeah. Whether it's tea out of teacups or whether it's Sorry, scotch guys, out of teacups. There's a symphony. <laughs> The percussion band has started. There yep. are boxes Listen, still, and don't judge me. Keeps very good time. There, <laughs> there are still boxes in the game room where we record, <laughs> and Drake's cat tail <laughs> has found them. I hope you did not hear all of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So young arrives. Also, and- there's donuts on my day. Bye. Oh, of course. Young arrives and they're gonna freak. He's gonna freaky Friday. Yeah. So there's a keynote that Eli in his room is actively monitoring, and TJ and James comes in. Yeah. Oh, James immediately starts talking about this how this is so cringy about how hot Dr. Kate is, and there's nothing sexier than a widower because you know he can commit, but he's single through no fault of his own, and yeah. this whole time Eli is trying to be like, no, no, stop. This is why you need to give Eli a little more attention and credit sometimes. <laughs> Trying so hard to indicate to her that Kane can hear everything she's saying and then James just dies. Just melts yeah. into a puddle on the floor. What's your dies. move here? What's your move here? If oh, this happens. I, I don't know. I just walk away. I double down. <laughs> I go, I know. <laughs> Did you hear me, Kane? That's my move. Um, I once did. <laughs> well, I'm so sorry. I really hope you guys can't hear this. I once did the thing in, gosh, it must have been eighth grade, maybe ninth grade. Uh, I once did the thing where we're supposed to go around the room and say our names. Oh, no. And I. I know this story. Yep. I not only didn't say my name. I said the name of my crush who's sitting yeah. across the table who's in the same room. That feels good. Oh, but here's where it gets worse. I then saw him in the hallway afterwards and tried to... Explain it? <laughs> explain mm. it. That it was my cousin's name. And I was thinking of a joke my cousins are so bullshit. Like, it was so bad. It was so bad. Oh God, the things we do. It was so bad. <laughs> It was so bad. Here's what I love about my brain. I know that those moments existed for me as well. <laughs> my brain is wiped. It's like, yeah. you don't need to have those anymore. We're going to keep those over here. I didn't have you. many of them. I just uh-huh. had the one. Yeah. I know I've had at least a couple. And then my brain's like, you don't need to know those anymore. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, it's fine. We're going to put them far, far away from here. Uh-huh. And then I moved out of state, never had to see him again. So it's fine. I mean, that's a little extreme, Nixie. You didn't have to move out of state because you were embarrassed. 
<laughs> we had to share with you a funny story. A couple of our friends at work, we were in a car and they're like, wait, what states has Nixie lived in? I was like, all of them. <laughs> yes. So they're like, is she from Michigan? I was like, yes. yes. The is answer she- is yes. <laughs> she lived in all of them. If you count the Upper Peninsula uh-huh. as a different state, which some people do and some people don't. Sure. One, two, three, four, five, six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, all of them. Uh-huh. They're all true. They're like, oh, no wonder. Because it's always confusing because it's like, I thought you were from here. It's like, nope. but I thought you were from here. It's like, yep. she's from all of them. I went to one, two, three, four, five different schools Jesus. before college. So uh-huh. six with college. Like high schools and things? I went to three different high schools. Ooh, that's a rough time to change schools. Um. I went to three different high schools because my ninth grade was in a junior high. Okay. You know what I mean? I remember those. Yeah. So I had seventh, eighth, ninth in one school, honestly. <laughs> That's the one time I stayed in. Nice. And one school. Um, but yeah, I had kindergarten through third and one and then third through sixth and then seventh, eighth, ninth and then tenth one school and then eleventh, twelfth at another. Oh my God. Yeah. It was fun. I knew which middle school and which high school I would be going to <laughs> from the time I went to elementary school. <laughs> yeah, it was real. It was real. It was real fun. Yikes. Nothing's, nothing's, nothing's better than moving uh, right before your 11th grade. Yay. Being a youth is great. <laughs> but also it's better than bills. True. We didn't have mortgages then. We didn't. This is accurate. Yeah. I mean, there was other shit that at the worst felt worse than mortgages. Oh, my God. Everything <laughs> felt worse. Everything was... Uh, look, you think I'm emotional now? I will say this. I I know now that there is so much um, social... I don't know whether you want to call it social graces, social... Um, hierarchy, social shit. Yeah. That I did not grok. I didn't even know existed. That's I, nice. That's kind of yeah. nice for you. <laughs> Which means I was focused on way other things. But yeah. I was the, I'm not kidding you, I was the kid in senior year because Fellowship of the Ring came out mm-hmm. my senior year of high school. I was the kid that unironically went to school. Dressed as Legolas. Believe that. I believe that. Or with like the Legolas braids because my hair was really long at the time. Oh my God. I wore elephant bell bottoms that I made myself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, and unironic, just, that was just me. And I'm sure there was people that had words about it. Didn't even. Those kids secretly were just jealous of how um, confident you were in who you are. (laughs) Because I can tell you as one of those yeah. kids. They're like, fuck, she's just owning who either, she is. Either that or they tried early on making fun of me when they realized that it wasn't going to work, just kind of moved on to someone else. They're like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. So, you like tried to warn Yeah, Vanessa. it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Uh-huh. So James just melts into a puddle onto the floor. Um, and TJ follows, like... I guess originally TJ and James came in to tell Eli that the shower pressure is low, but that yeah. excuse seems flimsy. 
Yeah, I think they were like, I think Kane is overworking with Eli. Do you yeah. want to go like probably see him? Yeah, probably. Do you want to go do a little drive-by situation? Listen, Kane just takes the mature way out and just agrees to pretend it didn't happen. It's a little tight. It's a little rough. Like he could have given her a little bit of warmth. No one is going to pretend that that didn't happen. Yeah. No yeah. one. That exists now. Yeah, I don't look. This guy's a little too pragmatic for my taste. Even yeah. his excuse later. I know. Um. Anyway, but, uh, well, I have words on that later. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 come, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about when it. when Young yeah. finally does go to transfer to Earth. He uh-huh. absolutely does not end up on Earth. That's definitely not Earth. He is on a strange ship wearing a strange wetsuit thing, uh-huh. and then runs across a fully CG, not really humanoid, yeah, Mars Calamari Mars attack alien. Mars attacks Mon Calamari. It's, yeah. Either way, I'm open. But yes, that to me, that was waiting for him to go. Ack, ack, ack. <laughs> he kind of does though. <laughs> Young is very calm. This is fine. What do you do? You were expected to go to Earth, and suddenly you are there. I like that he freezes. Yeah, that's what, that's, I'm, uh, you can't. Uh, you can't see me if I don't move. You are a velociraptor, they right? They sense danger. You see motion. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like a sheer moment of terror. This is where I would, yeah, I think, I know myself, I'm not a freezer, but you can't talk your way out of it either no, no so i'd probably be like i'm gonna go in the opposite direction of all of this i'm just gonna turn around and pretend and hope that they flight. don't follow flight hope they don't follow i'm gonna act like i know what i'm doing yeah. go to the next corridor i'm gonna be a momentarily freezer yeah oh short credits yeah i like how much happens before the credits i, I was like oh geez credits okay talk about sheer terror uh-huh. back on the ship they're trying to talk to Whichever ack ack alien just yeah. transferred into young. <laughs> Definitely not a human soldier. Definitely man. not someone from the Pentagon. But yeah. like, here's the thing. That poor dude. Yeah. That poor yeah. creature, that alien, does has no clue what happened. Yeah. Was not prepared to swap stones. <laughs> yeah. No, that was not. Nope. Almost a blank slate. Talking about freezing until Scott places his hands on their shoulder and then they just grab Scott by the throat and push him up against the wall, which, you know, fine. Um, Eli sees this on the Kino and Greer's already on top of it, grabbing not young, pulling him to the ground. And Dr. Kane just hard shuts off the system and nopes out of that shit. And then Greer is just on top of young instead, who's like, what the actual fuck? Is it you now, boss man? Because it wasn't for a second. (laughs) And it was really weird, and we didn't know what to do. Okay, thanks. So like, I punched it. Yeah. Because I, I'm Greer. Well, that's, that would be the Greer move. That's what, what else are you going to do if you're Greer? Uh, so back to TJ to check on Young again. Yeah. Um, Kane has no clue what happened because he fixes Earth computers, yeah. not ancient communication stones. I do love that. That, that is f- kind of realistic that that's what they would resort to. It's like, look. You know computers? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is fucking dead or yeah. unavailable. Yeah, because oh. our normal stone operator is still on a show off this he's he's still in the theater. Yeah. So he's still not able to be here. He can't he can't. He's unwell. He's doing Shakespeare still. Yeah. Um and Rush is stuck on that ship, only we don't know yet. Yeah. My favorite moment here is when Eli figures it was just a malfunction and Young's like, I've seen worse malfunctions before. Yeah, this, nope, 
that's not what this is. Remember that time the stones malfunctioned and I found out that someone else, that when I was fucking my wife and then yeah. someone else swapped to my body fucking my wife? Yeah, I do. I do yeah. <laughs> but I do like, Kane's like, I literally just put the stone in the thing and yeah. that's, and then it does its magic. Um, and this is the moment where TJ's like, well, you've been under a lot of stress, so should we rule out hallucinating? Maybe you're hallucinating the ak ak aliens. <laughs> Just to like, that. my imagine, my imagination, not that good. Yeah, I I'm with him on like, hey, look, there's some things that my imagination is probably not gonna come up with. Yeah, that's that's beyond my imagination. Yeah. Now, if they actually looked identical to the Mars Attacks aliens, yeah, or we'll calamari, or yeah. more calamari, yeah. we'll talk. <laughs> um, but he knows what he saw and he wants to know what happened. He wants to know what went wrong. And until they do, no one touches the stones. Yeah. And you know who's not going to be happy about that? Ray. Yeah. Who interrupts young while well, he's mending his well, socks. Because she's got much. main character syndrome she and does. everything's about her. She's like, 100%. how convenient. <laughs> the stones don't work when I would like to go to Earth. <laughs> This must be about me. Bitch, no. No. It's not that deep. Okay. Super about you. Okay. Um, listen, Young knew they'd be limited resources, but he never thought he'd have to mend his only pair of socks. Ray's like, look. Um, oh, my God. Calm down. This yeah. incident happening right after our conversation is super sus. Yeah. Super <laughs> sus. And Young's like, I wasn't considering what you thought about it when I made the decision. <laughs> There's um there's a meme or a thing that this reminds me of, and I know you're not a Kardashian watcher, and I'm not either, but I've seen this enough time to know it. Okay. But it's like Young complaining about his socks is like there was a meme where I think Kim loses an earring, a diamond earring in a pool, and one of the sisters goes, There are people starving in Africa. That's sort of how I feel about Young with his socks, and it's like, bro. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. There's people not eating. Yeah. Boat shoe your life away. <laughs> those sh- here's the thing. Those are boots. Yeah, that's going to hurt. Don't wear boots without socks, people. Yeah. Mm. That's not going to be good. That's how you get trench foot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but can, she's like, you. do you really think that this is going to keep me from filing my report on Earth? And Young is like, considering the stones are the only way for us to connect with Earth? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Quite literally, that's How what's going to happen. How else are you going to file your report? I mean, you can imagine <laughs> I'm filing my report. Yeah. Yeah. Feel, you feel free. Manifest it. Yeah. Uh, she leans in and she hopes that when the time comes, those who sit in judgment of him will give him the mercy he denied Rush and Young's like okay. allegedly denied Rush. Yeah. Thank you very much. Also, you don't hope that, Camille. No. You're not going this hard because you hope that people are lenient on no. him. No. Yeah. Communication will resume when we know we won't see Akak aliens yep. or weird ships. Kay thinks bye. Yeah. And she walks away. Sucks to suck. Pissed. <laughs> so our favorite chef, Becker, uh, is individually doling out tomatoes <laughs> to Chloe, who is very excited. Eli, not so much because they're more or less tomatoes. Yeah. Well, I feel like even if they were the greatest tomatoes in the world, Eli would be like, these aren't nachos. Yeah. It's like, dude, that's fresh fruit. Yeah. E- Eli. Yeah. Come on, man. It's this or gruel. Yeah. yeah. You have a texture change, dude. Yeah. 
These might actually taste sweet to you. I know. Yeah. Um, and she, um, she, she does. She takes a moment to marvel over it, like Kaylee marveling a strawberry yeah. butterfly. Mm-hmm. Who I can't look at that the same way when I discovered the actress can't stand strawberries. That's such a bummer. She um, never told us. And uh, and and you know it's one of those things where it doesn't matter how delicious that not quite a tomato is when you're expecting a tomato and the flavor isn't exactly a tomato. Yeah, it's gonna put you off. I'm trying to figure out like was it just bland? Was it just water? Was it like what was wrong with the flavor? I what would you guess? Here's what I'm thinking because. I'm guessing it may be not as sweet. Yeah. Because those little those little cherry tomatoes like that tend yeah. to be sweeter. I think it had, yeah, like a it almost had like a green tomato taste where you're like, That's oh, this is interesting. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, and so it's one of those things where a thin thing can be absolutely delicious, but when it catches you off guard and you're expecting yeah. a different flavor. Mm-hmm. She moves her excitement over to the fact that they're supposed to have strawberries next month. Okay, but you're going to be mad. And Eli's like, <laughs> sort of strawberries. Yeah. And he really like, come on. just wants to hear when they can grow meat. Yeah. And not the soy-based protein that's being discussed. Yeah. Clearly, Eli is not a tofu fan. And apparently. Um, Eli, I know you eat Taco Bell. You'll be fine with it. <laughs> You'll be fine. That's not neat. Yeah. And Chloe rightfully calls him out in a shit mood. And he admits that he has not really been sleeping because Young is uh, overworking him. Yeah. And pushing him way too hard. Look, not sleeping as someone who just hated their way through the time change (laughs) will fuck you. Yes, it will. Yeah. My brain still has not adjusted. (laughs) And and this is this is separate from the fact that it's like because it's also not of his own volition that he's not sleeping. That's what I'm saying. It's it's you know, it's something we can address later when Eli and Young start yelling at each other and mm-hmm. stuff like this, but Young never Young relied on Eli even when Rush was here. Yeah. He didn't trust Rush. And he wanted, he's like, hey, young kid that I can mold into yeah. what I want. Pliable and pliable and and is not gonna say no to me, basically. It yeah. is not gonna stand up to me. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep pushing on you. And now that Rush isn't here. Yeah. He's pushing even harder, and it's like one of those things where at some point you're going to get Eli to break. Yeah, yeah, and, and it, he really is testing that. Yeah, and that made that it's one of those where it's a risk, it's a gamble. Yeah, and I don't even think Young realizes how much of a gamble. Like no. you're pushing it, dude, because he's used to soldiers. He's, he's yeah, he's working. He's used to working with people who. Like, that's what boot camp is for. Like, yeah. that's the early part of it is breaking people yeah. into into sort of yeah Dis- being able to handle the pressure. Well, and not just pressure, but the willingness to be or the ability to be broken. Yeah. I, I suspect that even take out all the physical stuff aside, Eli's not one to be broken. No. A blind like that, no. just you're just not gonna. Yeah. He just, he's not built for that. He's, he's going to resort to violence before he breaks. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I use the term broken, not necessarily the negative way. Right. No, broken in, yeah. if you will, or. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and. He's not one to fall in line. Yeah. 
Elsewhere in the cafeteria, already the mistrust of Young is spreading. Although we know Volker hasn't really trusted anyone from the military. Mm -hmm. uh, he's super, super, super not trusting Young right now as he debates with another woman. Meanwhile, Scott sits down with Chloe and Eli, super excited for tomatoes and has no reaction to Go the to town, man. Look, those tomatoes lead to ketchup. Yeah. Have you never heard of the Martian? <laughs> Just saying. God, I really want to read that book again. <laughs> um, that is a nighttime book for me. That's a good nighttime book. Um, so we know Volker doesn't trust people. So now him and Ray and others like Brody and Parker in the hydroponics lab, which is beautiful and growing now, by the way. Yeah. And they're just sort of, you know, casually coup plotting. Yeah, just no big, just casually overthrow the whatever's in charge. Upset Unha the balance. Unhappy that as they see it, regardless of how true it is, they see it as a military calling the shots because they're the ones with the guns. Mm. And look at the last person who challenged Young, indicating to Rush. And all of this is being recorded on the Kino and watched by Eli. You'd think by now they know that there's no safe place to talk secretly. No. God. But again, this is yet another thing that Young is putting on Eli. Yeah. Now, yeah, now he has to digest all of this. Yeah. that Because he's been, even before he had him figuring out... You know, science because he didn't trust Rush. That's one of the first things he had Eli doing was spying on people on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So Destiny comes out of FTL. They have a new planet with purple plants, which I'm all here for. And it's purple because of science. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's some solar flares and spot radiation. Suit up. That Brody's concerned about. They plan on suiting up to explore the planet. They never get that far. No. Right as Young and Scott leave to suit up. Uh, runs into James, who's running like, you have to see this, you have to see this. Yep. They go to the window, and they're sitting outside as a fat little ship. That's fine. It's not really little. It's a fat big ship. Yeah. Um, staring at them. Just staring. Yeah, that's super fine. Usually, it just means peaceful things. Here's my thing. I know not everything is functioning on the ship. The fuck did the ship get that close without some warning bell going off on Destiny? That's true. That is a good... Or is it just going off in the control room and just no one's in the control room? It's possible. Or it's possible that it's one of those alarms that got shut off. Yeah. Um, because we know that the, you can override them and yeah. silence your alarms, if you will. We're in the control room. Eli's on top of this, bringing the ship up on screen, figuring out what he can about it, which isn't much. And yeah. it's just sitting there. And they're like, we should talk to it. Yeah, reach out, say they something. Reach out and touch somebody's hall. <laughs> that sounds dirty. It does. It sounded. It sounded dirty, and I only realized it after I said it. It's done. You did it. You touched their hole. <laughs> Luckily, they do have broadcast capability. <laughs> have no clue if they're going to understand us. But Eli's like, let's try talking in ancient. Mm. Scott and Young figure out the chances of two random encounters in a single day is basically zero. And Young figures that that ship, that that's the ship he was on earlier. Yeah. They do get a response. Uh, it's a single word. It's a great. It's, it's exactly the response you want. It's not an ancient. It's definitely in English that just is surrender. Here's, that is the response. That to me tells me that that ship is full of tiny little versions of my character, Donnie, 
which means you better run. Don't do. Don't do. Don't. Eli's like, look, I sent a message saying, hello, all peaceful humans from Earth, and we mean you no harm. And we just got a message that said, surrender. Yeah, this isn't good. Cool, 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 cool. That's basically, let's not do this part. Young wants to say nothing back, but activate weapons. Yeah. And he radios to everyone to get to their designated areas, a.k.a. battle His, stations. Yeah. He's going to uh, pepper spray first, apologize later. Yeah. Yeah. And he sends Greer and Scott to the shuttle. Yep. I don't know if a bunch of people are supposed to report to a room with a giant fucking window. Yeah. But listen, most of them are NPCs, so we're fine. Here's the thing, right? We're probably fucked. I've been so close to death. If we're going to die, I want to see it at least. I want to enjoy the movie Accurate. for a little bit. So Accurate. I think at this point, all of these people are like, fuck all of it. <laughs> Just all of it. I mean, what the options are I'm dead or I'm still on this ship. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe I'm going to step real close to that fire. So Brody arrives in the control room. And Eli sees the same, that they've launched a bunch of smaller ships. Mm -hmm. You could reasonably guess fighters. Yeah. Like, that's terrifying. Crazy. Also bad is only 30% of the ship's weapons are coming online. Uh Because Rush paid limits on how much can turn on after what happened to Riley. Yep. Yep. And Young is like, well, figure out how to turn it off. Fix it, Eli, because I haven't put enough pressure on you in your whole entire existence here. Look, Eli needs to stand... attend the Rodney McKay school of freaking out. Yes. There is a way to do it. Yep. And then use it to your advantage. Yep. Use that momentum from the panic to help you solve the answer. 100%. Yeah. Scott and Greer get to the shuttle, start their pre-flight checklist. And I love the tape labels on buttons. It feels very Apollo program. Yeah. With a quick nod to each other, off they go. Mm -hmm. Young is like, Eli, hurry up. Again. Get stuff done faster. He's like, fuck all the way off. This is my first real space battle. Yeah. And then he gets back to work. I, I do. You know, if you ever thought that no one could be more disheveled than Rodney McKay. <laughs> oh, boy. Are you going to wish for I a Rodney McKay? introduce you to yeah. Eli. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna In be- fact, if Eli met Rodney, he'd be like, how do you keep your cool? <laughs> Um, also, I'm going to be honest with the way they cut this. It's very hard to tell who shot first. Yeah. I mean, Han shot first, but I mean, in this yeah. fight, <laughs> it's very hard to tell who right. shot first. Because here's the thing. You don't know. That ship may, I mean, they didn't say surrender. I was about to say that ship may not be hostile, but they, they may not just... know what the word surrender means. Exactly. Maybe because we'll find this out. Maybe someone on the ship said, I surrender. I surrender when exactly. they were taken in and they're like, oh, that's how you say hello. Hey, to them, it's greetings. hundred percent. You don't know. Mm. We know though. We know. We sort of know. We kind of know. <laughs> um, either way, there's a ton of fighters that don't give any shits about the shuttle and head straight to destiny. Yeah. And Eli cannot get the forward guns activated fast enough. Yikes. And yeah, people in the observation room maybe don't be there. Mm-hmm. Maybe leave. Finally, yeah. the guns start working and we see the shields are also working as we are neck deep in the first full out space battle yep. of destiny. Shield or weapons, you can have both. We had one in the pilot episodes, but this is the first one. This is the first real one. And remember, there's only so much power they have to strengthen the shield because then, like, if you take it 
the shields being drained by the weapons, it's a vicious circle. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere on the ship, there is an explosion and electricity just fries a section of the corridor and catches someone in there being electrocuted. And the group with James, Volker, and Park go running, but stop before they fry themselves in the corridor. Do you think that if someone passes or comes close to passing on this ship, the rest of them have this slightly morbid thought where it's like, well, it's one less person to feed. I would say that they sub like they don't admit it's like the thought crosses the mind the thought crosses their minds and then they're like oh i'm a bad person wait i'm only a bad person if i say it out loud yeah yeah oh and then there's those people that are like the the two of us you know tj and and james they kind of just look at each other yeah well They have that we conversation in it. private. They're like, guys, let's, hey, wait, wait. it's like the two of us. Yeah. So this is not something I'd say to anyone else. Yeah. Uh, quickly, real quick, before we get back in the room, I have to go to the bathroom. Do you need to go to the bathroom also? <laughs> yes, I also have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Don't pee, tell people our secret language, Grace. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody knows that the toilet stalls know everything. Oh, I know. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Eli Caesar surges all over the ship and reminds Young that the weapon systems was not ready for this. Yeah, this is this is when Eli and Young really butt heads here. This this is where it's like, ooh, oh yeah, that was a word. So Young comes over and tells him that everyone on board is counting on him, and Eli's like, "Hey, that's not how you motivate me." <laughs> I am hot. not Rodney McKay. He's I like, don't give a fuck. He's Young's like, you can do this. And Eli just slams his hands down going, no, kind of can't. Yeah. Also, like, I wouldn't have to. He's like, yes, you can. And he's like, why the fuck is it all on me? Why aren't you yelling at Brody? Why are you only yelling at me? He's like, I don't care either of you. Someone get the ship working. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, there's a reason he's not yelling at Brody is because Brody has already put his foot down that you can't treat him like that. Yeah. And without thinking, Eli's like, maybe you should have thought of that before you got rid of Rush. Boom. Mic yeah. drop. That would have, if I were Brody, it would have been like a bigger record scratch than it was. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck what's happening. <laughs> Tell me more about this. And you, Young just stares at him and is like, fucking fix it. Yeah, we'll talk about this later. Or not. When your mom is home. There's a lot to unpack in that moment. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's finally when Eli's like, Hey, how about you not treat me like this? How about eat a dick and don't talk to me like this? How about you treat me like like a human adult? Yeah. Because I am one. So Young is used to leading people who you you know, again, usually respond well under pressure and more importantly have been trained for it. Eli's not that person. Right. He does or, not yeah. respond to yelling. No, again, Eli didn't go through boot camp. No. Not everybody can be treated like they're members of the military. Yes. Not everybody responds (laughs) to that type of leadership. Not that we know this personally. Some people rage quit. (laughs) Not that we know this personally. Or have seen it happen. That's all. So second, I feel like more than anyone on the ship, Eli knows what Young is capable of. Yeah. And the fact yeah. that Eli doesn't a hundred percent trust Young is not good for Young, but spot on for Eli. Yeah, it says something because 
there is a there is an option there is an there is a version of young that could have done all the things he did and still had eli on his side yeah 100 percent. but this isn't it no and this is where it's like you fucked up dude because this could have been a very strong ally and yeah. you've approached this wrong yeah this is not scott no no yeah it's not Scott and Greer who are going to love you no matter. You could shit on their face and yep. they'd be like, yes, sir. Yeah. Anyway. So Destiny keeps firing. The shuttle keeps firing on the main ship with the smaller ships trying to go after the shuttle. Mm-hmm. Back in the electricity hallway, TJ shows up. And with nothing else to do, James just fucking ups and runs through crackling electricity. Gets to the door and pauses for half a second because she knows she's very well could be electrocuted in this moment yeah, and this grabs the thing and pulls it down and disconnects electricity for the area, mm-hmm. plunging it in darkness, but turning all the plasma ball effect. Yep. Uh, James Ooh. is fine. And TJ can get down to help the woman. It's getting bad. This baby ship is coming. We're all in trouble. Yes. Chloe is sitting in her room until mm-hmm. she looks out the window and we see a little alien shuttle, which definitely looks familiar. Mm-hmm. Latch itself onto the ship. Yep. We've seen this before. Some airman goes to check for the sound and then Chloe leaves her fucking room. Chloe, that is not final girl energy. It is not final girl energy. Don't <sighs> run towards it. Don't be curious. Yeah. In for some, in, in, listen, in the dark, she runs into the airman as the hole, a hole is being cut into the ceiling. The mm-hmm. roof falls down with a bright X-Files that would have been light. The, you run, run as it's cutting. It is a bright, bright X-Files oh. light. And Chloe chooses to walk closer to check it out. Now, Why? Listen, Why listen, was that the listen, move? I am not saying she did not deserve to be taken. No, nobody However, deserves to be taken. I'm just saying that she wasn't exploring safely. Well, and it was one of those where it's like, when she finally does think to get away from it, yeah. she decides to move through its threatened space. That's what I mean. Maybe don't do that. I'm simply saying you became an easy target. Yeah. You were like, pick me. You became a pick me girl. Yeah, she became a pick me. Words. Yep. I got you. I got you. <laughs> because right after that happens, Young notices that all the fighters start falling back to the main ship. Including yeah. the one who cut into the ship, leaving the airman gasping for air until the force field kicks in, and Chloe's gone. Yay. And the airman calls up to Young. And Greer and Scott also see that everyone is retreating and mm-hmm. want to give them something to remember them by. Mm. Young Eli and Brody just heard what happens and immediately tell Scott to back off, do not engage, because Chloe might be on one of the ships. Dun dun dun. Scott has problems. Uh, <laughs> after all this is done back on the ship, outside the shuttle, young Scott and Greer try to catch up. No idea what happens. They are in no way prepared for any of that. No. Young assumes it was all a distraction to come and take someone to get intel. No idea what their first move was to attack us. Again, probably distraction. Mm-hmm. And Scott wasn't... Scott wants to go rescue her, but before he can even finish the request, it's denied. Yeah, it's like, no, you don't get to play hero. Yeah. Because you have no chance. Yeah. Um, Young is going after her a different way. Mm-hmm. The Freaky Friday way. Yep. <coughs> he's, you know, he's lucky that that is the ship connected to the stones. Mm-hmm. Because he just jumps to a bunch of conclusions here on how oh, he's going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because the stones have never been distance related before. No. Yeah. Anyway. Chloe wakes up and maybe the most terrifying place ever. Yeah. In the shape of water tank. Yep. In in water with a breathing mask and a wetsuit oh, and an God. alien walking up to you. I mean, that's a fucking panic attack. The, the, the breathing mask alone. Have you? Well, no, I know you haven't. But if you've ever woken up from surgery when you're intubated or some yeah. sort of thing where you're intubated, immediately they're like, you're fine. You've got a tube in your mouth. Everything's fine. Don't struggle. Don't struggle. That's and everything you. in you, I'm pretty it's sure, like, says struggle. Fight. Fight. Fight this lady. Fight this lady. Fight I know her. she sounds nice. Punch her in the face. Fight her flank kicks in and it's pure fight. Thankfully, if you do wake up too soon and you still have the, the breathing tube yeah. in, your your body isn't going to respond yeah. to your mind. <laughs> Thankfully. I have had the closest I have to that. And again, nothing compared to it. But I have a couple mornings because I sleep on my side. Yeah. So I sleep with my arm up. Uh-huh. And so there's been a couple mornings when my alarm goes off. And I go to get, like, my glasses and my watch, and my hand literally doesn't function. Oh, no. Like, I literally, for about a minute, like, I can't control my arm You're or like, my hand. Please do and the thing just, I need you to do. It's just kind of... It's just attached to your body. It's just body. attached to my body, but it goes in the opposite direction I tell it to. Sheesh, yeah. And it's not like it's asleep. Because there's no tingles. It's yeah. just, I woke up just faster than my arm did. Yeah. Then, the, the, yeah, it's not responding yet. I go to get my glasses and everything. I brush everything off my side table or something. That's always fun. It's fun. TJ's in pure triage at the moment. Um, lots of injured. And everyone who can help is here helping. Mm. Um, and, like, as much as Ray is a thorn and young side she runs in to help here in any way that she can yeah because she's still you know human yeah mostly <laughs> tj is like pick somewhere to help i don't care yeah, go anywhere just please don't stand in front of me pleading yeah ray also uh shares that chloe was taken and i'm like hey can we maybe stop the gossip train for one second how about that's no use here yeah absolutely useless here uh, TJ can't focus on that as Park calls her over because exactly. has lost a pulse, but Brody comes in yelling at Kane to come help with something. Jeez. With the Freaky Friday show. I like that Kane's sitting there getting oxygen. He's like, okay, I guess I won't breathe now because <laughs> I have to go help. So no hesitation. They strapped Young down to the chair, get the Freaky Friday stones mm-hmm. ready. Young in no way will let Scott do this. For yeah, Scott, shut up. So many Why, even try? Why even try to ask this question? <laughs> God. Kane just uh, wants, for the record, to share that he thinks this is a shit idea. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong, but what other idea is there? Basically, that's, that's yeah. Young's argument. We're out of, this is the best of the shit ideas. Yep. Eli comes to take over for Brody for the Kino TV viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, he has most of the weapons back online, and Young is going to be swapping for 20 minutes, and then they're going to pull him out, and he swaps. He finds himself back in the alien ship in mm-hmm. a wetsuit. He looks around, goes exploring. Whoever swapped with Young is scared, and I don't blame him. Yeah. Young sees some some ack acts uh, doing something. Yeah. He has advantage on stealth because he looks like them. Yeah. No Chloe yet. On Just Destiny, to- Scott tries talking with the poor per- the poor creature, but yeah. no. No, he just struggles against the ties and panics and looks pissed and scared. Seems right. 
That's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Just yell at him. Mm-hmm. So oh my God. Young walks around and spots something. Mm-hmm. And obtained. Interesting. He's like, well, fuck. This is very humanoid. However, However, it is not Chloe. It is not Chloe. It is not the human he's looking for. Yep. It's Rush. Yeah. So that's fine. Here's what's interesting. His first instinct is to get him out of the tank. Oh, yeah. So it's almost like, oh, good, you didn't die. Well, and that's what he says later. Yeah. He's like, oh, I regret it now. Yeah. I mean, I did what I had to do. Yep. Um... Yeah, he doesn't just leave him. He figures how to close the door. Uh, we can't figure out how to release him. He just resorts to brute force and yep. finds some pole to break the glass with. And out plunges Rush. Yep. Uh, Scott oh. is... Yeah, Scott's trying to ask the alien why he took prisoners, but that's not working. That's far too advanced. That's too complicated of a question yes. to start with, dude. Yeah. Rush wakes up, pulls the mask off, doesn't yeah. see Young... Sees the Yak yep. alien. Yep. And both have their hands up. Rush is like, why did you do that? Like, do you want to help? I, commu- words. Communication, yeah. mine. Are you looking for some interspecies loving? Please What's don't, happening? Please don't eat me. Yeah. Somehow Rush figured um, some stuff out before he's put in the tank. Because Seems he right. knows the devices that read people's minds. Mm-hmm. There's a yellow one that transmits, a red one that receives. Yep. So he takes the yellow, he takes the the yellow one off his head, gives it to Young, and keeps the red one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's not made for humans or it just hurts a fuck ton when you put it on. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but they both get psychic damage. I imagine that maybe like the water conducting in water maybe eases some of whatever it's doing because this does seem like aquatic species yeah and so them not being in water makes Maybe. it really fucking painful it takes a little bit longer to connect eventually it does and quickly rush realizes that the inside the alien body is mm-hmm. young yeah. somehow not gonna think about it too long somehow, but there he is um, i really kind of wish that, that they had like one or two episodes before we came back with rush though yeah i would have Sure, but I but this this relationship is just so good not to have. Even if it was like one episode, that's fair. That's fair. Just not immediately a, after, because this almost feels like a series that that could have been the end of Rush. So it'd have been nice to just have like have one more. Just tease it out a little exactly. bit longer. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Um. But he Rush realizes that this this alien body has young inside, and the connection is severed. And at that time, Scott tells him the alien ship is closing in on them again. Mm -hmm. Seems right. And with Rush on the ship, he got a bunch of flashes of young before the stones were cut. Yeah. That's how he knew it was young. And now he's getting flashes of whoever swapped this this young alien creature. Um, And in there is a flash of Chloe. So he knows now that Chloe's on the ship. Yes. And quickly the alien lunges at Rush, but Rush gets a punch in first. Yeah. And as Rush is choking out the alien, Young wants to be sent back, but can't because Rush is just killed. Yeah. There's nothing to be sent back to. Which makes me wonder how they connected with this specific creature. Yeah, that's true. Because there's no stone that we see anywhere. Mm Mm-mm. 
Interesting. Like, what loopholes. caused it to connect here instead of Earth? Reasons. Yeah. Um. At that point, you you know you can't you can't focus anymore on the stones because Destiny is under attack. The ship is rocking. Yeah. So Rush takes the pole that Young had as a weapon, peels the transmitter off his head, and goes running. Um, also running are Brody and Eli heading to the control room, mm-hmm. yelling at everyone over the radio that you may have noticed a ship is under attack. Mm-hmm. Again. Again. Young didn't find Chloe as him and Scott were into the control room. And he tell, didn't does not mention he found Rush. Yeah. Just didn't find Chloe. This is the part where you're like, fuck, dude. This is not... You're this is bad. And he tells Eli to bring the main weapon online and fire on the other ship. Return all of the fire. Which Scott immediately has issues with because yeah. Chloe is there. Yeah, he's pretty upsetty spaghetti about this. Young faces him and tells Eli over the radio to return fire now with everything they have, and Scott just stops running and absorbs what that means. Like Young's like, I understand that Chloe is there. Yeah. There's a lot more people on this ship. Yep. Yep. It's like we just finished watching The Last of Us. Uh-huh. It's also... This is also Young burning every connection. Like, the only person who likes you on this ship still is your soldiers. Yeah. And you're fucking with that, too, now. Yeah, but but here's the thing. We know Young long enough that he's like i'm not going to risk everyone on the ship no just he's to not keep. yeah but it's still enough to make him pretty upset like it's enough of a window that someone as conniving as camille can try to yeah get a conversation yeah in. um and we get to see destiny's big gun which doesn't yeah. seem really like very much but again, again this is not a worship. another one that sounds dirty yeah that's it's, my big gun it's, it's destiny's big gun mm-hmm um, Rush almost does a beeline to where Chloe is because he knows from the memory download. Mm-hmm. On Destiny, the shields are down to 50%. The weapons are overloading and Greer is chasing after Scott who's decided to go and get Chloe. Yeah. And Greer's like, I guess I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, Greer's like, I'm not going to let you go kill yourself yeah. alone. Yeah. Um, Rush uses the same pipe to break the glass on Chloe's tank and helps her wake up. And I mean, listen, it's probably real shocking to see Rush here in this moment. So she, I would be like, oh, fuck, I died. Yeah. <laughs> I wish this wasn't the first person I saw. <laughs> but here we are. We're both dead. It's got to be less terrifying than the aliens. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They quickly get up and making their way. Making their way. Young asks for a report when he gets the control room. Eli's like, it's shit. Yeah. Real shit. We're yeah. fucked. Uh-huh. Brody tells him that too much power is going to the weapon and shields are going to fail. And Young's like, cool, bolster the shields and put all remaining power to the main weapon. And, and Brody's like, did you not understand Yeah. what I said a second ago? Mm-hmm. Young's like, don't care. Keep firing. Scott, listen, Scott is not stealing the ship. He's simply going to ask for forgiveness later. It's not stealing if you plan on bringing it back. Since he knows that if he asks Young, Young would say no and then have to disobey an order. Right. He's going and he reminds Greer that Greer doesn't have to, but Greer's like, I'm already here. Mm -hmm. Uh, And of course, he's going to try to risk his life to save someone else because that's Greer's thing. Yeah. Yeah. And again, 
without spoiling anything from Last of Us, there's a lot of conversations, a lot of big conversations about, you know, what you do for those you love. Yeah. I had a lot of that going through my head during this episode. It's everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Jeez. In the control room, Brody sees the ships are falling back again. Young wants to keep firing. And he is like, look, if we keep firing, we may blow ourselves fucking up. Yeah. And Young's yeah. like, yeah, but we don't have a choice. He's like, we kind of do. We kind of do. Scott notices they're retreating as well. Greer sees one ship that's not retreating. And that's when the other large ship flies into FTL. Yeah. And just jumps on out of there. Interesting move. And now Destiny is just sitting there alone while everyone's assholes loosen a bit. Oh, the tiniest bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone's gone except for oh. one single ship. So interesting. So Greer and Scott run to, I guess somehow they knew or followed where the alien shuttle was landing on the hull. Mm -hmm. It's now cutting through the hull. Same bright light. Everyone is ready. Oh, it is a pretty good superhero landing. Yeah, I was about to say, they really do do those superhero landings coming out of here. Uh, She just then throws herself into Matt's arms. Yeah, yeah, she's not. Yeah, she's not. Okay, I'm done. I'm done being brave now. I'm all done. (laughs) I've used all my brave. Yeah. Young, our rush lands less gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Greer aims his gun at him and is like, Colonel Young said you were dead. He's yeah. like, oh, oh, did he? The rumors of my death have been gravely exaggerated. Did he say how I died? Yeah, I do love that that's his next question. He goes, rock slide. He goes, well, sure. <laughs> uh, and Greer drops his gun and radius to Young that you're not going to believe this. And Young's like, no, I probably can believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yikes this isn't even the end of the episode no this is a part where i was like oh fuck there's more there's episode a jesus lot happened what in a half weird, an hour yeah what a weird approach um back in ftl or, mm-hmm. or uh rush is explained to elon chloe and volker and brody yeah that he got on he, he got the ship on the planet up yeah. and working and was starting to go through the database when the alien showed up which is really good timing because he would have been super dead otherwise it would have been not great yeah also do they have a fucking replicator on board destiny how how did rush get his exact same clothes back rush has his exact same clothes on again interesting where did those clothes come from continuity issue they really should have given him like some backup pair you know what would have been funny is like sticking him in like an eli t-shirt like where where did he get the same clothes back again did he make sure to grab those on his way off the ship yeah he always has a second pair he had one stashed in his office, in his in his bunk. No, I like to think that he got it off the alien ship. He's like, wait, he wait, wait, Chloe, before we yeah. go away, I got to get sense. this thing back. Okay, bye. Uh, Brody points out that there are some of them that thought Young let him die on purpose. Uh-huh. And Rush just slides into that lie. Yeah. He's like, oh, I can only imagine people would have thought that. But no, Young was right Crazy. to assume that he was gone yeah. In the rock slide. Uh-huh. Eli rolls insights. Wink, wink, <laughs> wink. 
Uh, Rush doesn't remember much after the aliens found him. They were probing his mind a few times that he mm-hmm. was awake. And Chloe's just like smitten by Rush. Like marveling at how he used the interface against them to get all the information on the ships. They could yeah. escape. She's Eli- Well, he's her hero now. Eli's like, did you also kind of grok why they wanted to destroy us? Yeah. Any idea? And there's a little bit of an idea. Um, at some point, Rush got the idea that they don't really give a shit about them, per se. Mm-hmm. They want destiny. Yeah. We're just in the way. Yeah, we're just basically an anthill on the shed that they want to get into. Yeah. And they're like, get out of here. Of course, Rush's first priority was getting Chloe and getting off the ship and not gaining more information. Totally. 100%. That aligns with Rush's Mm -hmm. Who he is as a person, always, all the time. Young has been waiting for Rush to come knock on his door for a while now, refusing to go to him first because of this weird fucking chess game they play. I can imagine it's been like three days. Yeah. Shit. They're like, so... You want to know why I didn't tell everyone the truth? Rush asks. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, the same reason that I didn't tell them why you've tried to frame me. Yeah, it's word against word. Uh Uh-huh. And Rush really wants to know if he needs to expect Young to try to kill him again the next opportunity. Mm -hmm. He's like, look, I saved you from aliens. Yeah. He goes, yeah, but you also fired on the ship that I was on. Meh. But I saved you. Young's like, look, Chloe was there too. I was protecting the greater good of the ship. That's always a great response. And Rush admits, look, I provoked you. Mm -hmm. And Young also admits that he does regret leaving him on the planet. I mean, you deserved it, but. Yeah. I like this distinction here. Young regrets that he lost control. Yeah. That he became a man he couldn't respect. More than the consequences that happened to Rush. Yeah, that's fair. He's like, the end result I'm less bothered with. Yeah. It was how I got there. Yeah. It was the fact that we got there because I lost control. Yeah. Well, Rush is here. Mm -hmm. Young is here. They just kind of have to leave it at that. Just shove it way back away. That's basically what they agree to do. Yeah. (laughs) They both agree to just leave this shit between them in private Mm -hmm. and not let it spill out into the crew. Yep. They don't have to agree to be friends. Just Mm -hmm. not openly hostile at each other. Just don't be, can't be dicks at each other. For the sake of the crew. Oh boy. For the children. (laughs) Stay together for the children. Jesus. Uh That's going to work great. It's going to be fine. Uh-huh. So I have full faith in that. Yeah, and humanity as a whole, super going to do that. TJ's getting her work done on the observation deck, and again, all my work would be done there. Mm-hmm. And Kane comes in with a bottle of Destiny Moonshine mm-hmm. and two cups. Uh-huh. It's somewhere between gin and rubbing alcohol. Uh huh. Listen, if that's your only option, I'm going in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you throw one of those tomatoes in there. You're probably growing some mint somewhere down there. Yeah, or something yeah. Close to mint. Yeah. A little mojito out of it. You're fine. 
Um, TJ passes. Yep. And she tries happily asking her, uh, asking Kane about, you know, if between him and James has any chance. And he's like, she's being a good wingman. She's wing being woman. a very good wingwoman. Uh, and he's like, no, 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 it could get awkward. If things didn't work out, then you're stuck on a ship with someone you had a bad relationship with. I wouldn't know what that's about. That gets too real for TJ real quick. Mm-hmm. Although I don't get the I don't get the idea that her relationship with with Young was bad, just bad circumstances. It was timing. It yeah. was timing. I think. I don't think that I don't think their relationship was bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, especially with not how just they the fact that it happened and he was married. Happened and he was married and she. He was her commanding officer. Yeah, yeah, all the these situation situations. was sticky. Yeah. Um, unknown to them, Young hears all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in the end, Kane talks about the best thing is keep things professional. But depending on how long they're in their ship, he can change his mind. Yeah. Here's my thing. Uh-huh. This is why I think Kane was like, well, pretend this didn't happen. Kane has a crush on TJ. Yeah, but you'd have to be blind to not see... <laughs> That young and like, bro, she's, if she's hooking up with anyone on the ship, it's not you, man. He may not notice. That's I may true. not notice. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. That's fair. Especially I, when you like someone, you're less likely to notice if they're liking someone else. Listen, I have had a good circle of friends that I didn't even notice that two of them, like, were hooking up. <laughs> Yeah. And then the relationship failed. They yeah. also been a close circle of friends that I hung out with every single day. That's funny. So this is why I'm saying there's a chance that it's Kane possible. didn't know. Yeah. He came in there with two cups. Yeah. This man, though, needs a better sense of like, dude, you're you're barking up the wrong tree. We don't know how long he's been single. He may yeah. not have to play this game for a That's while. That's fair. Especially when the other tree's like, I'm very climbable. Yeah. <laughs> So now we get a musical montage. Yeah. Oh god. To Rob Thomas. This one makes me so sad. With Scott and Chloe spooning. Yeah. But Chloe's still awake. I'm kind of over their relationship. I gotta be honest. It's, it's so fucking vanilla. Yeah, it's boring. It's so boring. Um, it's like, of course, the the jock and the cheerleader hooked up. Yeah. Yeah. It's really boring. I feel so bad for Vanessa in this moment. And she's just been there. in her bed getting a good cry out. Oh, yeah. Just sad and alone. Yeah. Like, lonely. Yeah. Lonely. I mean, yeah. she's sitting there, like, looking at the other half of the bed. Yeah. Oh. Um, she needs... She needs... Listen, you know whose bed is not lonely? Park. Remember that shit? <laughs> you know what? That's true. I know. Yeah. Get up in there. Yeah. Ooh. Or but maybe she's like, she's lonely and like she's looking for longer term companionship. Is. No, I get that. And I think it's, oh, again, this is me. I'd be like, oh, we don't, we don't even have to fuck. I just. Can you just, just hang out with can me? Can we just co-occupy the same can room? Can you just warm this bed? Exactly. Yeah. I just need. You would think Kate would be comfortable with that. Puppy? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, can I, yeah, we need a, we need an, yeah, next alien, can we get a cute alien on the next planet, please? 
Um, I say as I watch my dog lick his butthole across the room. You would still call it with that butthole. Yeah, it's probably true. at any point of the That's day. Fair. I did see. I did see something. I don't remember if it was on Reddit or Instagram, mm-hmm. but it was basically just. It was this post where it's like, do you ever see your pet in the most in the most comfortable, beautiful sleep in the entire world. And you just think, Oh, I need to get, I need to interrupt that with my body right now. Yeah. You can't, you can't be that adorable without me interrupting yeah. this moment. for I, you. I must insert myself in this moment. <laughs> uh, Brody is getting back to work. Yeah. Passing Rush, who's also getting back to work. Like nothing happens. He's growing with Rush again. They're growing. Um, Eli is showing young the footage of the coup plotting. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to deal with that now. Yep. Uh, Greer takes a photo out of his vest and smiles at it. We don't see it, right? No. Nope. I didn't miss it? Okay. Nope. Okay. We do not know what is on that piece of paper. Mm. It does seem like a photo and not like yeah. anything else. Interesting. Maybe it's a picture of himself. <laughs> it's like, damn. I'm a good looking man. Yeah. Um, TJ. Just his guns. <laughs> guns yeah not- <laughs> yes that's <laughs> what i meant i did yeah i mind his muscles yeah i had to clarify yeah. for the visual podcast yeah sorry sorry um tj makes around checking on people who are still injured enough to be under watch mm-hmm. and kane just sits load on the observation deck finishing his drink i know you can't make people like each other <laughs> But you're lonely. James is lonely. Come on. At least be lonely together. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Life's too fucking short, especially on the ship. You're on a real shitty ship. Okay? Yeah. Your existence is not guaranteed for tomorrow. Yeah. Young's not lonely, though. He's got his sock. He does have a sock. Young finishes up patching a sock. And here's you know, my I thing. I just realized why he might have a hole in the sock. <laughs> This episode is rated R. <laughs> Dude, use the other one. <laughs> what do you do that you put a hole in it? Going um, real hard. Here's I was meanwhile instead of you know yeah, yeah, masturbation yeah. jokes. Sure. Was going. Wow, that really nice leather couch is very unancient. Like that's true. Where? They brought that over in the emergency packs. It was packed away like an IKEA couch. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Um. So at the very end, Rush is snacking on some greens and hydroponics. Mm-hmm. Ray and him discuss how young is dangerous, mm-hmm. and they're gonna have to do something about it. Um. But last Rush tried. He was almost killed. Yep. And Ray's like, "Yeah, well, next time will be different." Lady, I'm so mad. I'm so like, can we not? Also, this is all being captured on the keynote, you dumb fox. <laughs> Just putting it out there. It's the same place you had your last Can you stop? You're very bad at this. Well, I mean, listen, not everyone has to can be strong and all everyone has dumb stats. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not exactly a spy. Well, the next episode is called Divided. Oh boy. <laughs> I wonder what happens next. <laughs> no oh guesses. God, I'm no ready. Guesses. This will be <laughs> no guesses. 
they, you know, they divide the tomatoes amongst each other <laughs> and see who gets how many. Oh my God, this was a great one. I yeah. I'm interested in all the subterfuge. Um, who's gonna have the most Littlefinger esque storyline? I think it's Rush, but we'll see. I mean, it's it's Russian Ray. Yeah. Well, but who's the most good at it? Oh, it's Rush. Do you see what I mean? Ray like, is yeah. not good at it. No, she's bad at it. I wish she was better at it. You know who Ray is much closer to Cersei because she's too yeah, broad she, in her strokes. She's yeah, well, and she's too emotional. Yeah. To keep it cool yeah. and not let people show show her cards. Yeah, she's Cersei. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. She thinks she's good at this. Yeah. And she made brute force her ends, but. Yeah, but she's gonna get what she needs, and yeah. then but then she's also gonna get destroyed, in rubble. Yeah, don't do it. Okay, guys, it's great to be back. We missed you. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Next time we take a fucking undivided break, hopefully we get to give you a heads up about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see you next week. Until then, find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us at Facebook. There's no place like Terra. Email us at there's no place like Terra at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash there's no place like Terra. Rate us, like, and view us wherever you get your podcast. We love you. Bye.